This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Al and Jerry are here with more sports news and other stories that they couldn't get to during the morning show. Here we go! It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, Monday after week two in the NFL, Al and Jerry with you as we are going to break down game by game of each game on Sunday. Where would you like to start, Al? Cincinnati, Houston from Thursday night? Actually, Jared, rather start with a story that was sent to me by many Twitter users. Uh, let's start there. It comes from Germany. A man who stuck his penis in a dumbbell weight, a dumbbell weight. <laughs> Why? <laughs> spent three hours surrounded by firefighters who cut him free with power tools. A man stuck his junk in a dumbbell weight. I don't get it. I just don't. They had to use a saw and hydraulic rescue tools. Isn't it interesting if it can go in, it shouldn't come out? Yeah, I don't know how that happens, but we've all put like a a ring on our finger that then you go to take off and it's like, huh. That is true. This is now not coming off. You would think, though... I know what you're saying, Jerry. I'm sorry. You I would just think it changes size. Wouldn't the penis get out of the erect state mm-hmm. like a frightened turtle would? Exactly. How does that get stuck? I don't know if it has to do with the where the blood goes and then it doesn't... Um, drain? Drain. Mm-hmm. So stuck with an erection while inside of a dumbbell hole. Yeah, this actually happened at a gym. Excuse me? It happened at a gym in Worms, Germany. That's some gym. Yeah, Got they a had to run in here. The, the firefighters had to smash the weight in order to free the man. Firefighters shared a picture of the smashed weight on social media. I got to be honest, I don't believe this story. You don't? I don't. I don't believe it just like I don't believe the story I told you that I read this morning. I don't believe it. Which one was that? The guy who got his head stuck in his his wife's vagina. Got it. Yeah, I don't believe that one either. I don't. The man was taken to a hospital after his penis was cut off in a circular saw accident. Oh, that was a that was another penis-related story we did last week. This story is just talking about other penis-related injuries. Got it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's uh, bizarre. Yep. Have you ever had a penis injury? Uh, you know, funny you mentioned that because uh, the Howard Stern Show, Jerry, they tweeted out this morning they uh, were um, looking for... Penis horror stories for Cocktober. <laughs> I'd never heard that before. Yeah, me neither. I've heard of Rocktober. Yeah, sure. Yeah. So I was considering sending them the story of uh, the time I uh, was guest bartending for Boomer's Charity on well, Fire Fire Island. I had a tick on my penis. <laughs> that's a that's a horror story. Yeah, but now it's it not... ended well because only because I was really good at taking the tick out. It's also not a you know. Penis injury story. It's a tick. It sucks. You right. didn't 
you know, you weren't. Who was that MMA guy who was having sex with his girlfriend and she went down too hard and broke his penis? Yes, that happens quite that a bit. That is an injury. That is an injury. A tick on your penis. Mm, I mean, that, that that sucks. I'm just saying, luckily, I in one fell swoop, that I true. removed it. If which there would have been pieces, you would have had to have gone to the doctor for that. That would have been a bad scene, You Jerry. could have missed bad a scene. show because you would have had surgery on the penile area. Exactly. Interesting. Hmm. Well, let me oh, see. What else you got, Al? Oh, sure. Moving along here, to the Cleveland Browns and the... No, but uh, woman, Violet Brown, Jerry. Violet Brown. Violet Brown. See that segue? She is the world's oldest person. She's passed away at the age of 117 years. Now that is a good run. That's the oldest person? 117 years. We're the oldest American. This is world's oldest person. Dies at 117. Was well, disappointing. I would have thought we were in the 120s by now. She died Friday uh, at a hospital. Could you imagine if at 67 you were told you still got 50 more years left? Right. <laughs> How awesome is that? Listen, you're not going to be around forever, only another 57 years. <laughs> so do what you want to do. It's pretty good. You better. How do you save money for that type of retirement? I, that I don't know. Oh, my God. She spent much of her life working in uh, with sugar cane. So because she was born in 1900 or in 1899. Jam- in Jamaica. Wow. She was b- baptized at the age of 13, Jerry. She and was re- baptized in 1912. Uh, a long time ago. Yeah. She credited her longevity to hard work and her Christian faith. Oh, this isn't a story of bourbon every day and no. a glass of wine and, you know, walking six miles a day? Uh, she said she was uh, surprised but grateful to have lived so long. Yeah, of Back course. Back when they interviewed her about just being old. When she turned 100, probably. Right, right. <laughs> so, let's see, Jerry. With Brown's death, the uh, this is some sort of genealogy research group now lists Nabi Tajima of Japan as the oldest surviving person. She's just over 117 years old. This woman who passed was 117 years old. 189 days old. Understood. So she was this, closing in on her 118th birthday. Right. This person has just uh, passed her Think about the changes she has seen in her life. Right. For saw from 1899 right. to 2017. Horse and buggy to the automobile to convertibles from no phone to a phone to a cellular phone. I'm sorry, a cordless phone in the house. Right. To a cellular phone, to basically your phone being a computer. Right. Wild, right? I bet she was all excited to get the new iPhone uh, Apple Watch. (laughs) I get the sense she probably didn't have the Apple Watch. (laughs) I saw that there's a new Apple Watch coming out uh, next week, I believe it comes out. Are you an Apple Watch person? I'm not, but I'm somewhat intrigued by the new Apple Watch. Why? And I'm wondering if I should get it. Why? Because the new Apple Watch... You, you don't need to have your phone with you to have a lot of the features. Okay. So you could get text messages with your watch. You can make phone calls with your watch. You could get your emails with your watch without having your phone nearby. And what do you need, a Bluetooth headset or something? Or uh, if you want to talk on earbuds? it, yes, Bluetooth headset. Interesting. But uh, the, need, the, the previous Apple watches, you needed your phone kind of tethered to it. It right. needed to be close by. Right, which means you're... Carrying two devices, essentially. Right. What's the point? But I don't know. Like, I always feel like I start to be a watch guy, and then I give up. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I I like when I go out and I get dressed up. And, I mean, simple plug, the movement watch we got. Yeah. I love that thing. I put a suit on or 
We go out to dinner with friends like I did Saturday night, and I had a you know a nicer shirt on. I put that on. I like it. I am with you, though. I'm not an everyday watch guy now. Right. When I had my Under Armour fitness watch, I'm addicted to having that on. The problem is I left the charging cord in Punta Cana. Punta Cana. And I cannot buy one. They're out of stock, and eBay doesn't have them. Amazon doesn't have them. I really have to buy an entire new watch to get the cord, and I'm probably just going to do it because I haven't had it for a couple what months What watch now. is this for? It's the Under Armour fitness band Oh, that I love. It tracks, it tracks a lot, actually. Um, and it's pretty cool, but I haven't had it now in two months. I would to go back to Punta Cana and see if it's Trust still me, in the hotel room. I would have liked to have done that. It probably it could still be. I know exactly where I plugged it in behind the TV, too. Very possible it's still there. Hmm. So I kind of got screwed on that one. Yeah, I don't know. I'm going to look into this Apple Watch, Jerry. I might be interested in it. I think I want to go back to get a flip phone. No. Get away from the smartphone stuff. You don't want a flip phone. Why not? Because it doesn't do anything, Jerry, except make phone calls. <laughs> and we know texts. you don't like to talk on the telephone. By the way, should I say this now? Yes. I might have an out on Facebook. What do you mean? Well, that you're yeah, going to quit Facebook again? I might. Because a whole reason I got on Facebook was for the youth baseball, mm-hmm. which my wife is now in. So we have a connection there. And to see how fat everyone from high school got. No, that is not why. Oh, that's why I joined. <laughs> I did it because I started this youth sports program, uh, which has gone well, but it's a lot of time, and now things have gotten a little crazy around here. So I might not renew it after these next 10 weeks. As soon as that's gone, I'm out. Renewing Facebook? What do you mean? No, renewing the sports program. Oh, the sports so program. So Facebook. Oh, so you don't need Facebook. I really don't. I, it's just another thing that my phone buzzes. Right. It's like you enough. Could, you could turn off notifications. I could do that. That is true. I've done that for I Facebook. Say, I suppose that's fair. Yeah. Um, but then, other, may I guess? I don't then know. And you look on your time, Jerry, when I, you want to. Uh... I just think, uh, you know, my wife's on it. I think that's probably good enough. All don't right. Don't you think? Yes. Like, you don't even follow me. So. Well, because like, I know you're fickle and you're going to uh, bail out on it. I have, like, well, I suppose that's true. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> Jerry, officials in Manatee County, Florida, are under fire, this article says, after an interpreter for the deaf, you know, they were doing uh, press conferences, warning of uh, the Hurricane Irma. Of course. Well, officials in Manatee County, Jerry, they're in trouble. The interpreter for the deaf at the press conference warned people about pizza and monsters during an emergency briefing related to Hurricane Irma. You're kidding. The interpreter, who's a lifeguard in Manatee County, has a brother who is deaf, according to The Daily Moth. It's a video news site that provides information information via American Sign Language. Supposedly, he was used as an interpreter for a September 8th press conference and was signing about pizza and monsters. Oof. I guess he got fired. Well, I don't know that he was ever hired. He oh. was just like kind of there. The Daily Moth. That's right, Jerry. They just run out of words. <laughs> All right, guys, it's going to be the Daily Times. No, the Daily News. I can't do that. They just run down words till they found it was available on register.com. <laughs> Daily Moth. No one's got that. Go with it. <laughs> they usually use interpreters from Vizcom, a professional sign language interpreting service. Okay. So but instead, now? they used uh, this person. Well, there's no more hurricane there, so no worries. Just if uh, you could not hear and you were watching the 
you know, the press conference about the incoming storm, you were warned about pizza. <laughs> That's not funny. That's terrible. And what was the other thing he warned you about? I don't remember. Pizza yeah, and monsters. Monsters. There you pizza go. Pizza and monsters. <laughs> Stupid. Pizza and monsters. Tough stuff right there. Sure, I have something to warn you about. Yes. You warn know, me. it is fall. It is fall. And fall means leaves fall. Leaves fall. Fall also means so uh, it then rains and then the leaves get slippery on the road. That is true. That leads you into winter, which means ice on the road. True. This leads you to need new tires, Jerry. Oh, where can I go get new tires? Well, what type of tires am I going to get? Great question, Jerry. It's fall, which is a perfect time. You know, people go, I'm going fall clothes shopping. I go fall tire shopping. Do you? Because that's the time of year when I want new tires. May I recommend Kumo? Please do. Kumo Tires, Jerry. You can save up to $70 through October 31st. All you've got to do, go to KumoUSA.com. How do you spell Kumo, Great question, Jerry. K-U-M-H-O. KumoUSA.com. Ultra high performance, Jerry, wherever you decide to drive, like coming back and forth to work. You know, we commute now. We do commute together. Maybe we'll split them. In fact, <laughs> if we ever got a flat tire, I'd love to watch you change a Kumo on the side of the road. <laughs> While wow, you sit in the car and, like, he's not kidding. Seriously, watch me. <laughs> uh, yes, I have watched you change <laughs> yes, a tire. Yes, I know you have. Uh, and I felt so much strange when you jacked the car up. But, and <laughs> and you I were was, still in it? I was still in it. Uh, this car is heavy. <laughs> oh, maybe if you get your fat ass out of it. <laughs> that is so true. Yep. That's because you, previous, used to buy cheapo tires. Not anymore. You do Kumo tires now, right? Yes. What's the website again? They're going to help you. Let me just tell you this, Jerry. They're going to provide you (laughs) with the best ride on the open road. Kumo tires. They're engineered and built to meet any challenge in weather conditions that come your way. And you, in the morning, Jerry, take me through some neighborhoods I've never seen. They could be dangerous. Thank God for the Kumo tires. When you demand high performance, Jerry, like I do. Are you like 12? <laughs> when you demand, what was that? <laughs> your voice just cracked like you just lost 30 years off your life. When you, let me do it. When you demand ultra high performance, handling, comfort, and control, be sure to choose Kumo tires. To get to your destination, check them out. KumoUSA.com. Be a man like me. Get Kumo tires. None of that other crap junk tires. <laughs> Kumo tires. How's that? You morphed into voiceover guy. Kumo tires. A lot more manly than when you decide. <laughs> Imagine if the Kumo people hear this live read, Jerry, and they're like, that guy should be our main voice that would guy. be awesome or they just edit this out and send it to radio stations across the country and not tell you well they have to tell <laughs> or and this is what i would really love put all the other podcasters on notice guys this is how you do a kumo read in your podcast that's exactly right you're the example because i'm sure they're on some wrestling podcasts that are just like shouting Perhaps. You know. Very true. Wrestlers do, Jerry. Yes. We lost Bobby the Brain Heenan. I mentioned that in the... uh, Yes, I did hear that. Uh, Jerry, your favorite website, Pornhub. It's not my favorite website. I can honestly sit here and tell you I've never typed in those letters in my computer. Me neither, Jerry. Now, if I was single, maybe. Right. 
but no. You've not? No. They've not. just launched a clothing company. No, well, maybe once. Once you went to Pornhub? I might have, okay. looking for the surveys. Oh, the, which, by the way, you can't find on there. No. So I've been told. <laughs> Nowhere to be found. So go ahead. <laughs> well, Jerry, since it's fashion month, September, Pornhub launched a clothing line. And it's actually kind of interesting looking. Uh, they have uh, they have T-shirts. Pornhub t-shirts. Let me see if I could get another. Uh, some what does a other. Pornhub t-shirt look like? like well, it's uh, got, uh, well, there's there's this tank top that just says Pornhub on it. Do you get the girl with the t-shirt? No, no, My no. God. This would be, you, you, would, you would wear yourself. You know, I get that. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the shirts is an artsy collage print of porn star Aza Akira. Aza Akira. Yeah. In fact, I think she works at Barstool. Really? Yeah. She wow. doesn't ask Asa or Asia. No kidding. Yeah, segment. What's her name? Asa Akira? Yes, A-S-A. Yeah. Then A-K-I-R-A. Yeah, pretty sure she works The first thing that comes up is Asa Akira, not on KFC Radio. Mm. So she must have been off one day. Oh, and has sent uh, everyone into a tizzy, evidently. It comes right up. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. oh. Got it. Okay. Oh. Got it. Uh-huh. I better not do that anymore. So okay. they have different uh, clothing lines, Jerry. And I got to tell you, they're getting a lot of likes on social media for their shirts. Are they getting any buys and purchases? Any purchases? That I don't know. Maybe that's what I'll get you for Christmas this well, it'd year. It would be tough to kind of walk around in a Pornhub t-shirt probably. <laughs> it might not be the best choice, but you could work out in it. I could work out in it. And clearly I'm not going to be getting, well, for Christmas. I mean, I'm down one gift, so I could maybe give it to you. Where You're down a gift? Well, I always got Boomer and Craig something for oh. Christmas. Yeah. So perhaps here. I slide that over to you now. Oh. But then do I have to get you collection. a gift? Because I'd rather you don't have just to do anything I'd rather you don't want to just do. not get any gifts, but I then will don't. get Boomer a gift. Then don't. It's Boomer, very difficult Boomer, to purchase. For. Boomer's getting a gift. I get Boomer always something hockey related. Yeah, well, that's cool. That is cool. I would say if I'm if we're still jerking around in December, not mm-hmm. knowing what we're doing, and I'm still sitting next to him, I find that hard to believe. But if I am. I'm pretty sure I'll be getting everybody a gift. Okay. I would think that would be nice of that me. That is nice. Right? I will say this. If there's a new guy in that seat, I'm not getting him a gift. Not this I year. Because I just met him. I agree. No chance. Plus, not I have chance. to see what kind of gift he gives me. If he gives you something. Right. If Agreed. he gives me something. I agree. Uh, I'll leave you with this, Jerry. A tattoo addict has inked his junk. Oh, God. And colors his eyeballs. Really? He has 90% of his body... Covered in tattoos. Oh, my God. That's ridiculous. Yes. He is tatted up. Let me see if I get you a full shot here, Jerry. Look at that. Oh, my. Do you think there's ever a moment that goes by in his life that he looks at himself and says, what the hell did I do to myself? He legally changed his name to Tatboy Holden. Man. Claims he was left bedbound and in pain day and night after suffering side effects from a routine operation in 2000. Okay. So what does that have to do with the tattoos? So now he's into tattoos. He's 48 years old. He found relief going under the needle and has since invested more than 60,000 pounds, that's London money, and 1,000 hours in his body modification. Wow. Yeah. I actually feel bad for someone like that. He's from Australia. Hmm. He has 100 tattoos. A lot of tattoos. Mm -hmm. I've got none. 
You have zero? Zero. Okay. So 0% of my body is tatted up. I At one point, I wanted one. Yeah. And I've decided as I've gotten older, eh. What would you get? I always want, listen, It's you can mock me all you want. Oh, I right. always wanted on my on my shoulder, I just wanted a cowboy star. Really? Very simple. That's okay. all I ever wanted. And I was going to put the initials uh, for my wife and my kids. I thought it was kind of cool. That's I nice. Put, you know, the K up top and then on one top star bar would have been the M and the J. Okay. That was it. I thought that was kind of cool. But I've kind of, I don't know, I'm 43 now. I'm going to go get a tattoo now. Right, you can't do that. Now, my wife wants one now, but... What does she want? She's got to go get it. Uh, I think I think she wants the bracelet around the ankle. Mm-hmm. I think she likes that. So I told her to get it, and then she thinks about, well, there's a lot of bone down there. That's right. going to hurt. So, of... Yeah, it is going to hurt, and you better make sure it doesn't get infected. So A lot of thin skin down there, Jerry. Yeah, there's no doubt. So I don't know if she ever will, maybe on her back. I don't know, but um, hmm. I have opted against it at this point. I was thinking of getting a tattoo of Kumo tires <laughs> on my bicep. <laughs> right around. Never mind. Just show it right off, Jerry. I was going to say right around your junk, it'll look like Saturn. <laughs> what do you mean? Because it's a ring? No, Al. Oh. <laughs> I see. Oh, God. Either that or a cookie, but whatever. Now, Jerry, are you back oh. tomorrow in the power chair? Al, no one's told me anything. Oh, no one's mentioned to you. <laughs> but I, uh, Lepresti said he was told he's doing the full week, so that would tell oh. me that unless I'm being fired, that I will be here for the full week. Okay, good. So I think. And then beyond that, I have no idea. Tomorrow we have a guest. You are the producer. Oh, right. What, I what should, am I doing? I should uh, check. Let me check into that. That would be good. Could uh, you do that before we left? Uh, certainly. Jerry, right. uh, tomorrow we have a guest on the Boomer and uh, I was gonna say the Boomer, Boomer Asias. The morning, sh- what is the it morning? The morning show with Boomer Asias. Yeah, I like Asias and Live. By the way, Asias and Live. I do. I that's, that's such a hard cool. name for people, though. Asias and why they just they cannot grasp about it. Boomer Live. And Boomer then, Live. I'm telling you, Eddie's got to start playing the Here Comes the Boomer. That's yeah. I think we're gonna, new... we're gonna we're gonna do that tomorrow. I think that's awesome. It's pretty good. Pod song boom. Oh, I is think that? I didn't know that. Okay. Uh, yeah, we'll do that uh, starting tomorrow. Yeah, so get to get the lowdown so I know what the hell I'm doing tomorrow. All right. Oh, I was going to say, uh, Mike Schmidt in studio tomorrow at 9 o'clock. That would be very cool if Boomer lets me speak. That would be kind of neat. You would like to ask Mike Schmidt a question? At least two questions. All right, two questions. Like, I'm happy if I get so when LaDainian Tomlinson was here, I got two questions in. I was good with that. Okay. When Brian Jones was in, it was a little more fun. I got a couple of questions in. I was fine with that. What would you ask Mike Schmidt? Right I'm not the sure top yet. Of your head. Well, I don't know, but I would like to. I would like to ask Mike Schmidt a couple of questions. I would. Now he played third base in Philly when they had that garbage veteran stadium. Sure. Turf. Yeah. And now look at the fields. How about this? Gorgeous. Any wicked hops you ever get? Oh, shut up, Al. Veterans <laughs> I, Stadium. I'm going to stay base? away from that one. Why don't we go home now? How about this one, Jerry? Who was the pitcher you most feared? By the way, I like that question. I do. When when players of his ilk <laughs> yeah. actually have an answer for you. Right. Because usually... Who did you not want to face? Like Barry Bonds, I'm sure, wasn't fearful of anybody. But maybe Randy Johnson scared him to death because he threw 102 miles an hour. He was right. six foot nine, and the ball was coming over the top for a left-handed batter. Or how about this? When you were playing third base, what batter would get up that you thought, this ball's coming to me? Did you tell yourself what you were going to do with the ball when it was hit to you? Yeah. <laughs> Stupid. That drives me nuts, by the way. Hmm. That drives me crazy, but whatever. He's a legend, Mike Schmidt. Hall of Famer. Yeah, so I've heard. Mm-hmm. All right, let's go. For the go. hated Phillies. 
Yeah, I know. I'll probably wear a Met shirt tomorrow just to Such s- a rebel, Al. Such a to, rebel. And then maybe here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to wear a Met shirt if I remember. Then I'm going to take a photo with him. Not I'm going to wear like a seven-line shirt so he doesn't know it's a Met shirt. Right. And then I'm going to take a photo with him, send it to the seven-line. For look. more attention? <laughs> Hopefully a retweet. <laughs> All right, Jerry, the warm-up show is next. It was pretty terrific because it was a Monday. So, Good morning, campers. It's the warm-up show with Alan Jerry. Brought to you by Newcastle Building Products, the only streak-free roof from Scotch Garden 3M. Use it on your roof already. All right, good morning, Monday morning. What is up, Al Dukes? This portion is sponsored by ADT. How are I, you? I put that stuff on my roof and, roof, and I live in an apartment, Jerry. I don't know that there the apartment is aware of it, but I was up on the roof putting things on there, Jerry, so I don't get streaks. Moving on. Oh, moving on. <laughs> Jerry, Monday Night Football tonight, Bear uh, Lions. I'm getting all my animals confused. Uh, Lions, Giants. So I now see also Janoris Jenkins yes. is on the questionable Had list. a wrap on the hand, apparently. Along with uh, Odell Beckham Jr. They said hand and ankle for this uh, Janoris Jenkins. He's a big guy back there for the Giants. I remember last year I was watching all those uh, Giant games. That dude was picking balls off left and right. <laughs> you were watching the Giant games last year. That's right. And just noticing Janoris no, I Jenkins. Did. Sometimes guys stand out. <laughs> I agree. They, and I'm an offensive kind of guy, Jerry, so sure. I only pay attention to the offense. Right. But that guy was always standing out. Richard Sherman stands out, whether it's because he's yes. loud and brash, they focus on him, he stands out. There are a handful of those guys. I he's agree. one of those for me when I watch the Giants. That's fair. He's a difference maker. I completely agree. A difference maker, Jerry. A difference and, maker. And Odell Beckham is still playing that questionable game. And uh, he put out a tweet the other day. He does not want you fantasy football owners... Hitting him up on Twitter, asking if he's playing. He's, no, he did that too. There were a couple of players that did this yeah. this week. Yes, well, he did this before the game. There were guys after the game yesterday throughout the NFL. Yes. I mean, people are just going on Twitter, going right at the athletes going, what are we doing? Are you? Uh, do I start you tonight against well, the Lions? Well, it goes to show they read it. Exactly. Because they're clearly annoyed by it. There was one that said, get that BS out of here. I don't care about your stupid fantasy team. I forget what player it was, but I didn't think of it until you mentioned the Beckham yeah. thing. They must be looking at a lot of their mentions. I guess, you know, if you're a pro football, I, there was a, I forget who it was. There was a Met player. Maybe it was Josh Tolley. I don't remember who shut down Twitter because it, was it really bothered him that after a loss, he would just be getting destroyed by Met fans. And so he shut down the Twitter account. You're right. That does prove we look at it. Yeah. Which oh, really... In some ways, that's the great part about Twitter. You do have a direct line to football players, baseball Anybody. players, celebrities. Yeah. We could pretend. Like, I sometimes, when I get insulted, Jerry, I pretend I didn't. Oh, I don't see those. Well, you don't. I do you see look them. every day at it? Oh, I look, Jerry. Do you see? I don't I look every day. I know in. with all the stuff that's gone on the last couple of weeks, I kind of laid off Twitter for a while. You should see what people are saying about you. I'm really not all that interested because <laughs> it's probably not that good. No, so it's we'll good. Just... It goes like this, Jerry. This is how Twitter goes. Really good. Jerry's the greatest. Jerry sucks. <laughs> right. Who's this Jerry guy? He's the next big thing. Right. Get him off the air. <laughs> that sounds about right. <laughs> no matter what we do. That is Twitter in a nutshell. Yeah. So I'm sure a- athletes must just get hammered. And football being only once a week. That's why the guys that hire people to handle that stuff. Yeah. Brilliant. 
I'm convinced Phil Sims is not doing his Twitter. I don't know about that. I think he might be. He's doing using all hashtags. He would have no idea how to use hashtags. Mm, screw Phil Sims. I mean, exactly. You're talking about throwing a number sign in. What do you hashtag? Use it. What is screw it? Screw Phil Sims. Um, yeah, I don't think he's doing it though. By the way, we'll get to that later. Did you see oh. Boomer just sandbagged him yesterday in the NFL today? Sims, I did not see that. <laughs> it was actually pretty funny. We'll get to that later. But and, yes, he did. And Jerry, you covered the Cowboys as you do every week. You were uh, on their pregame. Yeah. Halftime, post-game on Compass Media Network. <laughs> and lightning time. <laughs> uh, national radio. Yeah. What's the deal with, uh, what happened to Ezekiel Elliott? What happened to Dak Prescott? Well, Dak Prescott, yesterday. I thought, yeah, first of all, I think what happened to the Cowboys yesterday is, is, was, could be my fear for them this season is that defensively they're very thin. And when you go up against a team that has, you know, pretty good players, you know, um, you're going to get burned, and they got burned yesterday, and they never had the ball. I mean, the first half, it was very much like a role reversal from last week against the Giants where they had the ball for 20 minutes and the Giants had it for 10, never got going, a lot of three and outs. Well, the Cowboys yesterday, three and out to start the game. Broncos get down and score. Three and out, Broncos score. It was, I mean, it was so fast. I, they did make it 7-7. I'm exaggerating a little bit when I say that, but they made it 7-7 after the lightning delay, only because the defense got a turnover on the three-yard line they scored. And that was it, Al. Ezekiel Elliott had nine carries for eight yards, never did anything. The offensive line was getting run over by the Denver defense. Uh, and they were, you know, at the end, he throws uh, Prescott through the pick. It was a horrendous throw. That Tlaib runs back 103 yards for a score. It wasn't as bad as the final score show, but... It wasn't good, and offensively, Prescott looked, you know, Boomer was on that all week. He wasn't great last week against the Giants, and he missed a lot of throws again yesterday. So in a nutshell, that's what happened. So if, as you say, the Cowboys are thin at defense. Very thin. What should that say about the Giants, considering what they did against the Cowboys the prior I don't know week? Because, you know, I don't know, Al, because the, the Giant defense should be good enough to win games, and you would think with the weapons they have in Eli, they should be good enough to win games. But it comes down to the same thing. If you have no protection up front with the offensive line, He's never, ever, ever going to be settled to throw. Now, that said, did you see the throw Tom Brady made to the Gronk yesterday where he had the defense all over him, and he hung in, hung in, did paddle the feet a little bit, and then threw that strike to Gronk? I mean, those are the things Eli's going to have to do, yeah, I they, would think. They look great. Uh, three touchdowns for Brady in the first quarter. Between that game and the Buck game, I mean, what a waste of your time. And then the the Saints at one point, I think at 27-13, they're going for it on fourth and five. Like, what? kick the field goal. What are you doing? So, yeah, there were a couple of stinkers yesterday. And this uh, Jets game, too. I, I I thought they were hanging in there. They were. Right? Then about two minutes left in the half, you get that muffed punt on the Jets. What was it? Khalif Raymond? Is I that wrote his it name? down, Jerry. This fellow's they name was. got uh, him a couple weeks ago. Khalif Raymond. It Good was. job by you. Yeah, I well, don't know if he lost it in the sun. Yeah. That can't happen. What are you hoping for? A muff. Yep. Oh, they well, got a muff yesterday, and that changed the game. He was not hoping for that, actually. And then, how about the <laughs> No, he wasn't, he but was the Raider fans were. How about the fact, too, that they give up these long runs? I mean, like, I thought, much like the Giants, I thought the Jet defense was supposed to be really good. Forget the offense. They, you could even say the offense has been better than what people thought. What is up with the defense? There's, like, nothing there. Terrible. And how pathetic. Like, the NFL is, like, the number one sport in the world. Not counting soccer. In the world, Jerry. <laughs> especially right. here. The fact that the Raiders are playing on a baseball diamond. Well, they've been doing that for I know. years. It just, and I know, like, in the 80s, multiple teams yeah. kind of did that sort of thing. It the just Padres looks, did it, too, didn't I? I'm pretty sure the Padres did for a while, too, yeah. 
it just looks disrespectful to the sport. Why? That you can't get it together. I saw the the, uh, the kicker had a the guy had to hold the the kick on you know. So what? Sand. It's not sand. It's clay, on... first of all. It's fine. <laughs> and second of all, it's, I mean, you talk about it. The Eagles played on a horrendous turf field for years that had, you know, the carpet was, you know, tripping guys. I mean, so what? It's fine. Stop it. I actually think it looks cool. It tells me that football season is underway. It's still warm. Baseball season's still going. I kind of like it. It tells me, we know you're moving to Vegas. Play no, on this no, no. crap field. Yeah, they've been doing that. Stop that. This portion is sponsored by ADT. Home isn't just a place. It's the feeling of knowing you're safe. ADT lets you take that in. Take that feeling with you. Learn more at ADT.com. We have more to do, including the passing of a legend that Al will get to after the break uh, right here on The Fan. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry on the warm-up show. Brought to you by Newcastle Building Products and the only streak-free roof from Scotch Garden 3M. The superheroes of building products. All right, welcome back. This portion is sponsored by Walgreens. If you're just waking up, of course, we know the uh, Jets lost in Oakland. Not exactly a shock. We've got the Giants and the Lions tonight. MetLife Stadium. The Yankees did lose yesterday to Baltimore. Boston did lose as well. This portion is sponsored by Walgreens. It's easy to get your flu shot at Walgreens and help make a difference. Simply get a shot and give a shot. No appointment necessary. Vaccine restrictions apply. See pharmacy for details. I look at that uh, MLB standings, Jerry, every morning. The yes. Yankees are three back for the past three weeks. Well, because... It- when they win, the Red Sox yeah. win, and it's been flip-flopping. It moves a half game here and there. You know and what it's, it's done? It's moved between three. It's been between three and five, essentially, for the last month. You're absolutely right. There has not been a big change. And then did you see Jaguar fans, Jerry, so bored out of their skulls? I saw this video on Deadspin. I recommend you go check it out. Um, prior to the game and their tailgate parties, they're now doing belly flops into mayonnaise. So they were bored by the game that hadn't been played yet. Well, just the, in general, being a Jaguar fan. <laughs> Why? They had a great win last week, and they well, flopped yesterday. Yes. Well, these, these are guys now belly flopping. What would flopping it take to get you to belly flop mayonnaise. in mayonnaise? I don't touch mayonnaise. All right. Well, what would it take? I, you have a price. We've do done this before. Yes, of course you do. I would not as a uh, uh, growing up in my home, Jerry, if my sister said, "May you can you pass me the mayonnaise, I would say, no, I cannot. You wouldn't even touch the jar. I wouldn't touch the You're jar. You're out. Because I don't know if there were remnants on the jar. Which is why you make sure when you go to get your turkey sandwich, you make sure the guy behind the counter has a clean knife. Right. Wipe the knife. You're a weird bird. Wipe the knife. And Jerry, we lost a legend this weekend. I know. I don't know who this guy was. I'm sorry. He's WWE. I knew him mostly as a manager. Bobby the Brain Heenan. So he wasn't a wrestler. He did wrestle way back in the day. But most people listening to this knew him as a manager, as a, a a wrestling announcer. Were you sad by this? I was a little sad by it. Well, I was very sad. I saw him in some WWE documentaries uh, even a couple years ago, and, and he was not in great shape. Why is his nickname The Brain? And he's so smarter than everybody else, Jerry. He would outwit you in the ring. Oh, is that true? With his wrestlers. But I thought you didn't watch him wrestle. No, no. Well, he would occasionally have to. When you're a wrestling manager, Jerry, not like a baseball manager, they do nothing. Right. A wrestling manager will get involved. He'll hit you with a cane. He'll whack you with a chair. He'll hook you. You know what I'm saying? No, yeah, I guess. I was never a like, wrestling guy. I don't what know what to Joe, tell you. Joe Girardi does nothing. No, he manages the game. No, but he doesn't get up there and, like, interfere with the catcher. <laughs> no, he doesn't do that. Like he a, doesn't pinch it. He's not a get player. Get ready for oh, another okay. big football wrestling. Monday. Oh, Today on The Fan, we'll be talking Jets Raiders.